It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. It's Operation Babble time. Hello. Happy Festivus. I, I, that's a Seinfeld reference, right? I thought it was Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, welcome back, everybody, to Operation Babble. The 90s were so long ago. No, they were not. We are not old. Um, Welcome Speak back, everyone. This is our Christmas episode. We are starting right now without John, so hopefully he joins in with us uh, soon, but we just could not wait any longer. Uh, if if he doesn't show up, um, everybody at him, um, you can you can find him at John. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to dox him <laughs> like that. <laughs> Anyways, Tivis, how you been, man? Ah, uh, you know, surviving this holiday season. We put... Christmas lights up for the first time on our house, so that's cool. Awesome. Um, I had to climb in the tree <laughs> to do it. I saw the photo. That looked like a hell of a tree. Uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a fun tree. Um, and then she was like, "Oh, go out further onto this branch here." I'm like, "The fuck do you want me to get out there? How am I supposed to get out there?" Like. <laughs> Because the branch gets thinner and thinner as it goes. I was like, I'm not. No way. <laughs> you got a trampoline to put under me? I have a bad experience with trampolines, says my ankle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and for those who don't remember, yes, I broke my ankle. Ow. No. Um, what has it, haven't you broke? Just. <sighs> I haven't broke my dick, Tivis. So I got that going. Let's hope that continues. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, today, our Christmas episode, we are talking about three specific movies. Um, one, Tivis, your pick. 8-Bit. 8-Bit. Christmas? Yeah, 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit Christmas. And that was I've on... I've been calling it 8-Bit for weeks. I forgot that was another word. <laughs> that's on HBO Max, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then my pick was... Black Friday, um, which turns out not much of a Christmas movie, but we'll get into nope. that. Uh, and that is um, you can you can find that for v on VOD at the moment. I just ended up purchasing it uh, because yeah, it was super it. cheap. And uh, yeah, so you can find that. It's a uh, Bruce Campbell, Devin Sawa, Michael Jai White flick, guys. So, I mean, if you, if you love any three of those guys, you'll enjoy this film. Uh, it's exactly what you think of from a Bruce Campbell film. Uh, he he did produce it. So, <laughs> um, and then the third pick was John's pick. It is Jingle All the Way, the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger film, uh, with uh, rest in peace Phil Hartman. And um, yeah, so that one was on. I watched it on Disney Plus, but it was on a couple other ones as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure which one's exact, but. If you can't find it's Jingle All the Way, yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're probably running it on one channel, like, nonstop right now, too. Um, and, and I was just telling you before we started recording, yeah. the second one is getting popular this year for some reason. I haven't, I actually meant to watch it for this, and uh -huh. I forgot. So. Yeah, I've never seen the second one. I mean, I don't even think I've seen 
a full trailer for the second one. The second one had um, Larry the Cable Guy in it, and uh, it was like during his like cable renaissance. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what we call that. The Larissance. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you can watch this thing pretty much anywhere. Disney Plus, Hulu, Amazon, Tubi, Freeform. Okay. Which one? Uh, the first one. The first one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere um, that you can watch most films. Uh, so before we dive into this, I just want to say uh, this year, me and my wife had done something different with uh, films. Um, we still have watched like our traditional family movies that we watch, the Santa Claus movies, the first two Home Alones. Uh, we actually ended up watching the new Home Sweet Home Alone or Sweet Home Alone or whatever it was. Um, not, not a horrible film. So it, it was different uh, uh, compared to the other ones, for sure. Um, and uh, but but we also did this thing where once the kids went to bed, we would turn on a Hallmarky Christmas film almost every night. And oh, boy, the the commentary is so much fun between us. two. Uh, uh, there was one that we just finished up. It took us two nights to get through it. Um, if that tells you anything and it was about it, it, it didn't know if it wanted to be a Hallmark film or like a romantic drama. So it was, uh, interesting. It was about a guy who works for a big company. Uh, his parents own the company, his mom owns the company or whatever. And, uh, he has to go and persuade this girl because that's the only thing he knows how to do is persuade young women to do things that they necessarily wouldn't do. Literally a line his mom says, (laughs) um, what's his name? Harvey. Yeah. Weinstein. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was so bad. And the actress in it, it, the way she was acting reminded me of like a low grade um, Megan Fox. So if that tells you anything. <laughs> oh, it, it did have some funny moments. So the the comedic element of it was pretty funny. The, the actor on there was pretty cool. So um, anyways, let's move forward with these films. Uh, do you want to start you know- with? Oh, go on. Well, before we do that, I saw a movie that I wish one of us had picked because I completely forgot about what it. What is it? Fat Man is being advertised on the side of the IMDb page I'm on. That's the <laughs> Mel Gibson one, right? Yeah, the one that looks like someone hired a hitman for Santa Claus. Yeah, some kid hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus. I, it looks so dumb. I, I wanted to watch that. I want to watch that. I, I have not watched that. That came out last year, was it? Yeah, yeah last December. Yeah, so, I completely forgot about it until just now. Yeah, I thought they were making the sequel to it, but uh, <laughs> I'm not be shocked. It it kind of is like a a cross between the Santa Claus and Kick Ass. That's what it reminded me of when I saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now I want to go watch it. I'm probably gonna watch that before Christmas time then, uh, or before Christmas Day, I should say. So. Which uh, film do you want to start with, dude? Uh, you want to just go newest to oldest, so we do 8-Bit first? Sure. Well, is 8-Bit newer than Black Friday? Or they come out the same time? I thought it came out like a week or two after, but then again, I thought Ghostbusters came out before Eternal, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
What do I know? Nothing. You know nothing. Uh, no, they came out like a re- exact same time, November. Okay. Like late November. All right, so then so. just dive into 8-bit then. All right. Uh, yeah, this movie's got Neil Patrick Harris, and I miss... We've been watching How I Met Your Mother again. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife put it on, and now we're both addicted to it again. Holy shit, dude. I forgot how phenomenal that guy is. <laughs> So I will say um, the first thoughts of this film are and probably the only note I actually wrote down uh, for the most part. This film reminded me of um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid meets the Goldbergs show. Mm-hmm. So it, it was entertaining. Um, I, I will say I didn't feel as much cringe as I do with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, that movie, like literally the inside of me is like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Did you see they're basically remaking Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but in animated form? It's almost yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, the journal drawings, yeah. the, the the book drawings. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the same damn movie, though. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, they already recast everyone for that last live action one. So, yeah, because wasn't Alicia Silverstone like the mom in that one? I don't remember. I just know that the original kids got way too old looking because yeah. they waited so long. All right. Um. So let's dive into this. So I want to. Sp- <clears throat> What's the premise of this, Tibbs? <laughs> uh, the premise, well, is because uh, this one actually has Jake, a premise. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is telling his daughter the story about how when he was. Uh, what around like 10 or something mm-hmm. uh he tried to get a nintendo for christmas and all the hijinks that went along with it that's pretty much the premise it's just a the whole movie's a flashback yeah um so it, it and they were smart with this because they marketed it as a neil patrick harris movie but it's really just like his voiceover yeah so uh, i mean you do see him yeah uh more than i thought you would but yeah yeah they do a nice little uh storyline with the narrated uh, people. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool to to see that. Um, They open this film, as you said, like they're, they're going through that part and he starts to tell the story and the way that they walk into, I guess the flashback scenario, the story world is they do this, like they're playing the eight bit uh, video game. For people yeah. that don't know what those are, it's like the old school NES, games. yeah, NES and stuff like that. Um, so they they go into that and it transitions almost perfectly from eight bit to the real world, like almost seamlessly. I love yeah, that. I think transition. he was doing a, a Paperboy or something like that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they were riding the bike down the road and stuff like that. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it was like an almost seamless. I was like, that was really cool because they. I think they tried to do the same type of thing with uh, Pixels, the Adam Sandler film, and it didn't look as smoothly as this transition did here. So no, but I mean, it's Adam Sandler. It's <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> oh, I don't screw e- you, man. I'm gonna do He's this show by myself. He's a funny guy, but I don't expect much <laughs> from his production company. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's, I mean, Click was badass. I did, again, I didn't say I don't enjoy his films. I'm just saying I don't expect much. All right. 
Um. Okay. Yeah. So let's go through this real quick. So basically, the whole thing is he's trying to get a N- Nintendo for Christmas. Yeah, and it's because the the neighborhood rich kid has one, and everyone is envious, and he, you know, is a piece of shit. He's like, you know, uh, like ten of you a day can come in if you bribe me enough and play. And <laughs> yeah. They don't actually play; they watch him play. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they do this thing. It's so dumb, too. He's just like, I'm going to choose you and you and you and you. Not you. And not you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, they go through this. They do this scene twice. They do the first one. And then the second one is when they have to bring their offerings. Like he's a fucking king or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? It, it, it was a nice. These are the moments that made me think of Diary of the Wimpy Kid a lot more mm-hmm. because they're like just these extreme like. <laughs> yeah, but I'm curious if there were kids back then that did stuff like this. Um, I'm curious as well, because I, I know. I I didn't have a lot of the Nintendo consoles. Like uh, I had all the others, but not Nintendo. I went from Super Nintendo to the Switch. Right. Um, and my buddy had them, so I'd go over to his house and we'd play it together. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I wouldn't go to like some random kid's house that I knew. <laughs> Especially one who's just like, I'll be your friend if you give me things. <laughs> like, yeah. What? You're already rich. You'll Right. I did love how the second time they go over there, they introduced the power glove, which turned out to be the biggest piece of shit Nintendo ever made. Yeah. As soon as I saw that um, pop up on the screen, I was like, oh, shit, it's the power glove. I started going into this whole thing about how I wanted one for like the longest time ever. Um, and and my wife's like, why? And I told her what it did. But then I was like, before the movie got to it, I was like, but it didn't work. It sucked ass, but it looked cool. That's like the only thing I cared about. Cause there and, was, and if anyone is curious about this thing, uh, angry video game nerve has an excellent episode on it. Go watch that. Yeah. Um, and, and there's also a, a movie called the wizard from the nineties. Um, that's deals with Nintendo and shit. I, I used to watch this movie nonstop, bro. Like it, it was an awesome film. It was about the kid who he was just a fucking wizard at playing video games. He was a genius at it. Uh, he didn't do much talking or anything like that, but it was a really good movie. I recommend everyone go and watch it because they do also introduce the power glove in that movie as well. And um, I forget the the kid, the main kid uh, from that film, the actor. It was... Uh, Luke Edwards? No, that was the the little boy. Yeah, I, I don't remember the Fred Savage. That's who it was. Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. Yeah, yeah uh, is in this film as well. So definitely check that one out. Uh, Christian Slater was in this film too, and I totally forgot about that. <laughs> um, but at the beginning of this movie, Eight Bit, they do say it's sometime in the eighties. Like they don't give an exact date. But the second that they say the power glove is there, the power glove came out in 1989. So this is literally 1989 because it yeah. came out in December of 89. So it's like yeah. uh, when they start the flashback and you even see this in the trailer uh-huh. for it. He's like, it, the year was 1989. Or was it 84? 
No, it was 89. Maybe it was 84. <laughs> and she's like, Dad. He's like, it was the late 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's freaking NPH's like that perfect like voice. Like mm-hmm. he, he sounds like Barney when he says it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. It just he made this film so much more enjoyable just he- hearing him throughout it. Yeah, the, uh, the narration is perfect. At some point, they end up at the mall. A couple times, actually, in this movie, they end up at the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes with his family to shopping, and then uh, they go on a field trip, and he escapes to go try and buy uh, Nintendo with some uh, money they got from uh, baseball cards they sold. And well, you forget the first time he was at the mall, he goes freaking crazy and thinks this giant Nintendo is talking yeah, to it's him. Talking to, <laughs> but uh, my wife, I watched this. I watched the. Uh, you know, two of these with her and she, yeah. she turns, she's like, I love a Christmas movie where they're at the mall. And I'm like, I know it makes it feel like better for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the freaking, you know, propaganda <laughs> 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 material world we live in. <laughs> we all need a little bit of mall shopping to this. Yeah. Um, Just a material girl. <laughs> Well, I mean, not only that, it's like you see these movies and it has to be a period piece, too, for this movie to work because Mm -hmm. you don't see this type of stuff anymore around Christmas time. At least for me, I I mean, I live in Florida. Most of our malls are outside anyway, so we don't get like that traditional mall experience. Um, But there's a you just don't see it. You know, I'm just happy when I'm walking around at Christmas time after Thanksgiving and I hear the Christmas music playing at the shopping center. So that that lightens my day. But, yeah, you don't see like the whole there's 500 toy aisles and all that crap. Like Toys R Us went out and then everyone decided, oh, we don't need to carry toys either now. So, well, I I thought the uh, the personalities for the the friends uh-huh. uh when he was a kid made a lot of, that was like there's the kid that's just there no one knows why he's there he's the pathological liar i'm like yeah there's always one of those yeah uh, yeah i feel bad that there was twins there that the, they're not only twins that share a birthday but their birthday is christmas yeah and i'm like uh, i my uh the middle niece uh that i have uh her birthday's christmas eve and i she's already getting kind of chipped from a lot of family because you know <laughs> try to roll it into one i'm like that sucks yeah this this these guys got screwed over because not only did they get their birthday and christmas present together but they got one present to share between the both of them it what? wasn't it a bike <laughs> no it was like playing cards they were just cards a pack of cards oh i thought i was later in the movie when he's calling them up did you get a nintendo no we got a bike yeah. to share yeah <laughs> I was just like, because th- this was a gift. For, I think it was from like their grandparents or some shit. That was their birthday yeah. present that they opened up, which was, uh, was it baseball cards? I want to say. Yeah. Some baseball. sport card. Okay. Um, and yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, uh, yeah, I feel bad for them. Anyways, um, so we do get to this like awesome, like Ocean's Eleven type of <laughs> like, uh, plan that they have when they go on their field trip um as tivis was saying 
and they're going to try and they all pooled their money together. Basically, the the twins mm. sold off some of their cards. Some other people sold off other cards, uh, or pitched in their money from whatever they could. And the kid uh, who was just there tried to give him coupons. Yeah, <laughs> they they all like pooled together everything. Which I'm curious how they would have would they have taken turns with the Nintendo like. Who would actually own it? I, th- I, would, I would say the twins. Since most of it came from, you know, the girl who sold her baseball collection, it should be hers. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, because that was the twins. I would assume it would be the twins. Uh, yeah. m- mostly. And the other ones just are paying a rental fee. <laughs> um, yeah, so they do this event and the whole thing is like fake puke. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it's real puke. It's real. It's puke. real yeah. puke. That, that is one of their kid. Uh, one of their friends is uh, he's got like some allergies or something. I don't know. He eats spaghettios and pukes, and yeah. they like time it out. It's like two cans of spaghettios equals nine minutes of puke. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the kid does that, and he starts vomiting. Um, these kids are actually pretty smart because when you open the back of a bus door, at least when you used to, an alarm would sound. So mm-hmm. they they take and shove like a big old coat or some shit over the alarm yeah. as they bust the door They'll open muffle it. to muffle the sound. And, uh, you know, I, I would hope that kids nowadays would be that smart. <laughs> not, not that I I'm saying to do are. that, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I uh, that was that was just a great attention to detail right there. I, I love that. And can we talk about the, his family for like? Yeah, I did not expect Steve Zahn to be in this. I have not seen that guy in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he played the dad and uh, uh, June Raphael, the mom. Okay, uh, she the mom is a uh, teacher, and she's basically like letting. Because he's also got a younger daughter, or not a daughter, a uh, sister, uh-huh. who was like a kiss ass the entire movie. <laughs> and you could tell that, like, they, the parents are uh, ha- way on, wait on her hand and foot. Mm. And so she's like, the mom's giving her stuff to uh, grade. And says, uh, it's just got a heart over the eye. It just, it's wrong. Uh, and the dad is constantly trying to upgrade the house. Yeah. Um, if, and, you, uh, if, if you do like him, um, he wasn't that tall girl movie. I think he was the dad in that one as well. It's on really? Netflix, but he's been in a bunch. I mean, he continuously is working. He does a lot more like uh, TVs and stuff like that uh, appearances. Um, but yeah, he's done a bunch of shit. I think he was even like a ape in one of the new Planet of the Ape films. He played one of the uh, apes there. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. But yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff, man. He's uh, fucking everything. A lot of TV shows. A lot of TV shows. Uh, the Ridiculous Six and all that what, stuff, too. What's so. funny is I think he was also the dad on Diary of Wimpy Kid. Was he? I think. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, the Roderick Rules one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the sister, she's at some point, there's the giant scare that always happens with new stuff. Uh, it's evil and turning our kids bad. Yeah. So it, the parents start getting it. 
there's a great bit where the kids are like, hey, if you got uh, if you sell Reese for the Boy Scouts, you could get a Nintendo. And he goes all out trying to figure out how to do it. Mm. And eventually his sister's like, hey, I'll tell you how to win if you help me get a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> it wasn't the Boy Scouts. Can't use that. Can't use those. Can't use that term. No, you can't. No, it was it was something it was called something else. It was, it was just some scouts, but I don't even think it's called Boy Scouts anymore. It's just Scouts of America. <laughs> well, it's a period piece. It don't matter. <laughs> but but in the show, it wasn't even Boy Scouts. It was uh, something else. I didn't else. think it was, but it was supposed to be like all boys. And it's yeah. definitely a scouting troop. Yeah, it was like Boy Scouts, but it, the, I think they made it something completely different. So they didn't have to worry about that issue because they were wearing like flat green uniforms and shit. If I remember mm. correctly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, he goes all out selling and stuff, and they get to it. And he's like, You with some encyclopedias. And it flashes back to the night before because uh, there was an incident with the rich kid. He gets angry with his power glove, kicks the TV, and it falls on his uh, Chihuahua dog. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> the dog's injured, and the, the parents blame the games instead of the fact that their kid's a spoiled asshole uh, uh, as most parents do they they like to blame yeah. movies and music and games D&D and, and everything uh a lot of parents that don't want to take responsibility <laughs> just blame everything else and mm. uh, back then too the media didn't help they blamed all these things as well uh, scares oh, on everything wwf is the reason that these kids do that Man, shut the fuck up. Like, I do it because I want to do it. And my parents didn't tell me no. <laughs> like, Why did you want to do it, though? Because it was fun. <laughs> we are all just animals who want to throw each other around. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot the bully. There's a I, I have to they have this guy who's clearly like 20 something years yeah, old in like fucking uh, elementary school. <laughs> I have high. to assume that it's because he's telling the story. It's his imagination of what the kid looked like. It's mm, the only explanation maybe. I have because there's no way in hell this guy is in elementary school. Even if I I don't know how this is everywhere else, but you get like three times being held back and then you're forced to move forward here in Ohio. Yeah. Maybe it's a happy Madison uh, or a happy Madison, a Billy Madison event. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I have to go through these glasses. <laughs> I love the introduction to him, though, because they're playing like King of the Hill. And he's like, for some reason, we gathered to have him beat the crap out of us every day. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, you never really think about it. This is a losing battle. It's just I have to do this. Yeah, because we did stuff like that. I don't remember I don't why. ever doing that. Like, I mean, I got into fights in elementary school, um, but you never did King of the Hill. No. Nope. I don't even understand that. It's just supposed to be like you climb the mountain to see whoever gets the highest or some shit. What is yeah, it? You just you're on top and you have to stay there. Everyone else trying to knock you oh, off. Oh, so prison rules. Top. Gotcha. Yeah, prima, yeah. <laughs> Except no shanking. You hope. It depends yeah, what school you're going to. Uh there there was also the weird kid behind the dumpster. Yeah, who ends up turning into being like the genius kid. Like, yeah, he's a genius. I don't remember exactly what he does. 
I, he Not just basically about- doesn't care. And that's when the main character, Jake, yes. is like, yeah, I should just stop caring. Yeah. The other kid is just like, what, what am I going to do? Like what? <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call him a genius because he ate erasers like gum. Uh, I mean, so. <laughs> Fair, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he's yeah, I, his intellectual is so high above ours. He understands why eating erasers is good. <laughs> Please do not eat erasers, people. <laughs> that is not me saying, oh, eat erasers. <laughs> For legal reasons, we cannot condone this. Uh, <laughs> do you want to get into the uh, the ending? Uh, yeah, let's do this one. Because out of the three films that I watched, this one seemed to be the more... And I know John will hate me for saying it because I know another pick is one that I really like too, um, Jingle All the Way. But this one seems to have a better message, I would say. Yeah, out. I was not expecting this end. No, I was not either. And because they they kind of foreshadow it in the beginning, it's like you okay. you gonna be okay this Christmas. And I notice his wife and they mention a brother isn't there, so I'm more yeah. like, are they splitting up? Well, before we before we dive into that real quick, hold on. There's a, some parts that we missed that are. Uh, uh, oh, you want to bring needed. up? Okay. Uh, so his dad goes to a black market guy to get a yes a uh, uh, cabbage patch doll, and um. <laughs> buys a cabbage patch doll out of the back of a car. Okay. Oh, um, who was the black market guy? I recognize him. Oh, it was um the oh, what is his name? Uh David Cross? Is that it? Yeah, David Cross. Okay. Yeah, the dealer <laughs> is what they have him on there. Yeah. David Cross. Uh Megamind himself, right? Or no, he was the he was uh, Megamind's buddy. I like him too. He's another great comedic actor. Mm. Um, and he uh, he basically like gets his daughter the Cabbage Patch doll, but there's also a Nintendo in there, and he's just like, "No, we're we're only getting this because you're your your sister. You know your sister. We we don't want to deal with that shit." <laughs> <laughs> and so later on in the movie, the kid after the Nintendo that they get gets crushed. We didn't, yeah, we didn't mention it's that. It's a failed, failed mission. The, the the Nintendo that they actually purchase um gets crushed by a bus and blows up. <laughs> it's just like whoosh. Yeah. I'm like, one, that doesn't happen. <laughs> There's no gas. Okay. There's no Again, ag- <laughs> I have to credit to his telling a story. Right. His imagination. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but see, that only works if it's the kid retelling the story, not an adult retelling a kid's. I guess it, it, I mean, it depends. Enough time passes and you get foggy with details. <laughs> what you remember is what actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> or he's embellishing for his daughter's sake. Right. Um, so the, the, the main, our main character ends up sitting down on the bench and the dealer is there too. Um, I, why can't they give him a better name than the dealer? <laughs> and uh, yeah, he recognizes him from the night before. Yeah. And so they go into this whole thing, and he's like, "Oh, so you're gonna give me a Nintendo?" He's like, 
no, I'm going to, I'm going to call you a cab. (laughs) And, uh, but in this point here, the dealer is, um, my cat's going crazy. He's basically trying to say, you know, appreciate what you have rather than what you don't have. Right. And And that, that comes back around (laughs) to a point. Um, so he, he, does all that appreciate the things that you got your family and shit like that and uh you move along and so i thought that moment is gonna be okay that's perfect as we move along towards the end of the film with the kid storyline anyways uh, christmas happens he doesn't get anything he he sees another present from his uncle or some shit rich uncle yeah rich uncle He's like, it's the perfect size for a Nintendo. Yeah. And, and he opens up and it's a light bright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and he just like, he has this demeanor of him. Like he didn't learn the lesson from the dealer in this entire, a, a, up until like the very end here. But it, it's like, he just didn't it, learn this freaking lesson at all. And it's, we go back to the present, you know, uh, Neil Patrick Harris with his daughter. And she's like, but where did you get the Nintendo? He's like, why don't you come with me? Yeah. <laughs> and he takes her well, out no, back. In in the pastime too, they actually reveal the fort. The tree well, fort. Well, I thought it was in the present first and then it goes back to the past. No, he reveals it in the past and then walks her out there and shows her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cause she's like, okay, and this is where the Nintendo was? And he's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, his dad was building him a fort this whole time, a tree fort, and a nice tree fort, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, and they, throughout the whole movie, he's, like, asking him to help him do certain stuff that turns out to be for this. Yeah. And, uh, but, but again, my, 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 my only hang up with this whole thing was, like, he didn't really learn his lesson at the point where he should have learned his lesson. No, uh, I he think that's kind pretty of, common with kids, though. He kind of forgets the entire thing. Well, yeah, it, it's common with kids, and and I know people that would critique the movie would find it as a detriment, but I actually think it's realistic for a kid, you know. Yeah, um, I can't tell you. Uh, go on. Let's just go to the ending, and then I'll say it. Okay, so yeah, uh, they reveal that. Then uh, he's out there with his daughter showing her the fort. And she's like, did you ever, is this where it was? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, where'd you get your Nintendo? Never did. (laughs) Never got it. I had to get a paper route and buy it myself a year later or that summer or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so they reveal, it's like they, uh, his mom comes back and calls him all for dinner and they're talking about, you know, cause they see, uh, his dad carved a J in it. And then after the treehouse, he, dad has him call her, uh, you know, the kids J in it. So if they both initialed their work Yeah. and then they're having dinner and they're going around the house to all the different things around the house with the two J's that they had made together. And it was reveals, this is their first Christmas after his dad passed away. Yeah. Which is, it, it the whole ending scene here is really it hits home it, it hits hard yeah and it did holy shit i fucking teared up like no tomorrow yeah 
and uh, it, it really had for for all the goofiness and everything else in the movie. I was not expecting an ending to have a nice jab at the end. Impact, to, yeah, yeah, a nice impact. Um, not only for Christmas time, but for family, for you know, like the dealer says earlier in the film, you know, be grateful for the things that you have and you know, enjoy the time with those things that you have. So, yeah, yeah. And my dad has always been similar to this guy. He's always did stuff him say he'd rather do it himself than have somebody else do it and screw it up. Mm. That's his mentality. And he's throughout my entire life. He's tried to teach me how to do that stuff. So um, this is just like, Oh shit. I wish I had done more with him when I was a kid and actually learned some shit, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dear dad, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So you still have time, man, right? Yeah, I know. It just it hit home because I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know how much time I got left. <laughs> this he's he uh he's a plumbing and pipe fitter and his job is basically killing him. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if he's gonna make it to retirement. <laughs> yeah. That's a rough one, especially the older yeah. you get. All right. So uh final thoughts on this film, bro. Like Did I this I loved it. The ending fucking I mean it's a heartfelt message but holy shit that it bummed me out. I don't mm. know if I'm going to be able to come back to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely a really good one. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the comedy. I enjoyed the heartfelt moments. I it it really knew how to lay it out just right to where you weren't mm. expecting that much of an impactful ending. No. At all. Um because there are no real like redeeming factors for the father son that we see on screen besides mm-hmm. him being happy about the having the fort and stuff although he gets the fort and they literally have to leave right after so <laughs> it's like oh shit <laughs> so yeah i i really i really enjoyed this one i'll, I'll probably watch it again um i don't know if it'll be like in our yearly rotation thing uh, but it'll definitely be one that I go back to for sure. Um, and again, people, you can find this film on HBO Max if you have not yet watched it. Hopefully, you've already watched it if you're listening to us talking about it because we spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, this is definitely definitely worth one watch for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right, so do we want to move along or do you got anything else for us on this film? No, we should probably move along since you don't have a whole lot of time. Yeah. Black Friday. Black Friday. Uh, Did you know this was actually filmed in an, an old uh, Babies R Us? I could see that. Yeah. Did not know that. <laughs> um, this was directed by Casey Tebow. And uh, as I said before, uh, Bruce Campbell was a producer on it. I don't know how much that means, though, for this movie, because he could just have been like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. So as long as you make me a producer, <laughs> like I'm going to attempt this one. It was written by Andy Greskoviak. Greskoviak. That sounds like a fun one to say. So I wanted to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and it stars. That looks like a fun one to say. Uh, Devin Sawa, for people who don't know, like Tivis. Um, Devin Sawa was in Final Destination. He played the live action Casper in the first Casper movie, um, which a lot of people don't remember. Casper actually shows up as a human in that film. 
for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, he was in Little Giants, shit like that. Um, Idle Hands is one of my favorite ones that he did. And of course, for any Eminem fans out there, he is Stan from the Eminem Stan music video. Uh, so E, apparently. E? I, it just says Eminem E Stan. Segment Stan. So is that like a maybe a movie of or a combination of all his stuff? Probably. I'm not sure what that is. I or the no E is either. Eminem. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get into this. Anyways. Uh, um, yeah, collection of music videos. That was yeah. right. And uh it, it also stars, of course, uh Bruce Campbell. And Michael Jai White is the um, other big name that I noticed before watching the film. And then I go. Ahead. Yeah, I will say that I forgot <laughs> Bruce Campbell's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did this? It hits every angle. <laughs> it makes me want to pick up his new uh, satire political book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he wrote that during the pandemic too, I believe. So. It's probably got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> uh, no, Bruce Campbell's an awesome, awesome one in here. Like, uh, we we get introduced to Devin Sawa's character as a dad of two, and his daughters really do not want to be with their mom. It seems, <laughs> but we don't see them the rest of the film. Um, and uh, we start the film out actually with a meteor, like yeah, blasting another- through. Another uh, convenience store getting ready for Black Friday. Something crashes through the ceiling. Yeah. I was not expecting this because in the promos, it's clear this was a zombie film. But actually, it's an alien invasion film. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm curious because. okay, so the first store that they break through into is called Allmart or some shit like that. Or Star Mart or some, some one of those things. I thought it was it, it would have been cool for it to be S Mart from the Evil Dead films with where Ash worked. Uh, yeah, that would have been kind of cool tie in. But I'm nice I'm, little Easter egg. Yeah, I'm curious though if they were planning on doing that and then they digitally went in and changed it because uh, they couldn't get the rights to do it or something. Could be because I'm I'm not sure if Sam Raimi owns that or if who owns that actual I, I'm not sure either. stuff anymore because I'm sure you know Bruce Campbell would have been able to get Sam Raimi but then it's like oh it's kind of canon to Evil Dead and then people would go fucking ape shit crazy over it <laughs> um, so yeah it, it starts out with a meteor blasting through and then uh, you get this weird like freaky thing dude it, it was weird looking and then it looked like a little worm and then it like spits this like silicone webbing out and attaches to this dude's face yeah under their mouth yeah it, and then it was like all fucking like alien style <laughs> like face hugger shit it yeah was, it was interesting um and then we dive into you know meeting the the actual characters and stuff because this movie just dives right into it, man. Oh yeah, uh, I felt like it was very fast paced. Yeah, and and, Which, and that's not a bad thing either. No, not for something like this either. Um, 
and it's Allmart is the main is the first store, but then we find out our store is going to be a toy store that we're yeah, in the we entire love time. Toys. We love toys. Uh Rip Toys R Us. So um dude, this toy store. <laughs> I think I was texting you last night when I was watching it. It looks like they just went on Amazon and were like bulk buy of like all these random like ten five dollar item things and then stock the shelves with it. They have these like giant fucking like uh, carnival blow up aliens in there and everything. <laughs> it's like what is all this stuff? This is not things that you would see in a toy store. Where's the action figures? It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> but they tried. For I'm guessing it's a lower budget film too, so yeah. Yeah, and one of the main protagonists has like a a, a germ phobia, and mm-hmm. oh, Ryan he's a germaphobe. Lee. Ryan Lee. Is I don't that know why actor? I couldn't come up with that name or that title. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what Ryan Lee is that that people would remember him from. Because he looks very familiar. Uh, yeah, and I don't recognize any of his work besides This Is 40. Huh. Yeah, he's got a very recognizable face, but I couldn't place it. I don't I don't see. But uh, if you're a germaphobe, the worst place to work from experience is a retail store. Mm. Uh, people are fucking gross, especially oh, children. I'm sorry. It's the kid from the Goosebumps movie, the first Goosebumps movie. <gasps> oh, there you go. Wow. I, I thought he looked familiar. Okay. That's a good movie too, people. <laughs> I haven't seen the second one, but the first one's good. I was shocked. <laughs> uh, the second one's all right. It's not as good. Yeah, no Jack Black. Mm, Jack Black's in the second one. Is he? I thought it takes I think he uh, shows up for like a millisecond. No, he is in the oh. second one. Wait, what's the second one about? I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't remember. Maybe I haven't seen it. The first one is Slappy, right? Is the the evil? first one is all of his master copies. Slappy is the up. one that is really like the the head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I haven't seen the second one. Anyways, um, yeah, we don't have time for tangents. <laughs> <laughs> moving forward with this film, so we get into the toy store. Uh, we start meeting all the different characters and shit like that, and we get all these Karens coming in. <laughs> yeah angry gran <laughs> and uh this old lady with a grandma necklace She's yeah bitch i dealt with people exactly like her <laughs> don't work at retail stores people suck i worked a lot of retail before uh when i was younger so yeah it um it, it depends on the people for sure 100 percent and and the location of your store anyways um uh so you get all these like they they do these gags where it's like the people trying to get in for the black friday sales are zombies already to like try and like set you up thinking it's like yeah let us in yeah it it 100 reminded me of some shit south park would do although they show a uh, they go down the line of shoppers waiting and they get past this one guy. You clearly tell he's infected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and and uh, they all go in. And for some reason, the first person that's in line was in the fucking like one of those automatic buggy carts, like the handicapped buggy carts. <laughs> I was like, and these people let this person first in line. Come on, <laughs> like and I don't think they let them. Well, From experience, it's probably just cut in front. They, <laughs> they, and, and they let well, also they don't did, need that cart. They did let her go in first. Like they let her drive slowly in before they, they all seemed ran angry in. about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. So let's let, jump me around <laughs> before I just go beat for beat. So it starts off with a very, very good satire of working in a store during the holidays where people are just nuts. Uh, and it quickly turns, uh, you know, <clears throat> the angry grand lady, she goes and sits down on Santa's throne. It turns out there's one of the meteors underneath it. I don't know how people didn't notice it was there. Uh, then we cut to, that you know, they're just going like. about their regular work business. If you've ever seen this show, Superstore, it's yeah. basically that yeah. until uh, they come across the first infected, which is the guy we saw in line. Yeah. Uh, well, and that, I believe they meteor, find him because the germaphobe is like, hey, uh, you got to go clean up puke. I wanna, like, do I have to? <laughs> I want to point out, though, that the meteor underneath the Santa's thing, it literally looked like it was like a, like a plushie inside of a plastic mm-hmm. bag that they were just sucking the air out of. Oh, <laughs> dude, as as this thing grows. grows throughout the movie, it looks so bad, but it's still it's. Well, it's not terrible. <laughs> it's still impressive. I mean, yeah. for the budget, most likely. Um, yeah. So we get the introduction to the first uh, monster guy. And um, it attacks the kid because he or not the kid. Yeah. The, 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 the cashier kid, dude, the germaphobe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he starts knocking shelves down on it then they yeah. come after he's like why did you attack a customer well he, not only does he knock the shelf down on that guy then he just like acts nonchalantly when he sees the other girl and was like hey you gotta go after he was just attacked by the other guy <laughs> and then that girl attacks him and he like hits her or uh a back of the head or something right yeah it's just something like that and <clears throat> It's that there's like a meeting in the back. They're reprimanding him for attacking a customer. Meanwhile, another guy who's just called the new newbie. Uh-huh. Uh, he well, finds not, not another. Only are they reprimanding him? They're fucking zip tying him and telling him that this is a citizen's <laughs> yeah, arrest. Citizen's arrest. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, shit's still going down outside. Uh, their their new guy is a. Uh, he finds another infected who attacks him. He beats her with a skateboard, and he goes. I just attacked a customer with a skateboard. And they're like, not another one. <laughs> you didn't see them zip tie him to a chair, now did you? No, they, uh, they're forcing everyone out because of the attack. And we're, we're temporarily closing while we figure out what happened. Yeah. And <sighs> so in this whole time, um apparently like before before Devin Sawa's character attacks the other lady with the skateboard I just want to point out that this fucking not the manager cuz the store manager is Bruce Campbell's character but the floor manager I'm assuming is what he's supposed to be the uh 
the sassy one. Um, Brian? No, Ryan is the 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 germaphobe. Uh, no, no, Brian is the character. Oh, Brian, name. yeah, Brian. And uh, Stephen Stephen Peck, however you pronounce it, everyone's different. Uh, yeah, he's such an asshole in this film. <laughs> oh, and it gets better the more it goes too. <laughs> so such a bad person. This is what a bad person is. <laughs> And uh, yeah, um, and, and he's as the, shit goes, I'll just cut he's to that the one. bit. He's just so oh. as shit's going down, and the customer, you yeah. know, more infected are coming into the store. Okay, uh, they get into a fight with one in the back, and it's mm-hmm. him and uh, Ken, uh, Devin Sawa's character. They fall down into the boxes, struggling with it, and uh, Ken gets bit, and he's you know. Oh God, I'm going to change. He doesn't even get, get bit. Oh, he's bit. Uh, no, the thing like it, it, it hooks onto him real quick, but then they pull away. He got bit. But it's revealed later on. Oh, that's at the end. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were talking about while well, they're still deciding what's going no. on. And they're like, you- oh, no, he's going to change his stuff, which we don't know if that's because they saw at this point, the thing coming out of the mouth onto another person's mouth. Yeah. So we don't know if a zombie, you know, this zombie bite thing actually works or not. So he's just waiting for him to take him. He's getting frustrated, frustrated. It's revealed. Brian is the one who bit him. Yeah. <laughs> the kids, and they're like, you're a horrible person. He's such a horrible person. It, it was, he's, he's like the worst person in this film. And I mean, they all yeah, are pretty, they, they all pretty much have like these this they have a moment where they're all basically like showing how bad each of them are yeah but it's like that is the worst fucking person in this movie and and I wish they would have gotten a better death <laughs> but we'll get into that um, and, and Bruce Campbell's is a just misogynistic asshole oh yeah yeah is the generic and he doesn't hide it either he's like i loved working for this company because women would laugh at my jokes and when i yelled at people they had to do what i said even if they were bigger than me which i think they were like referring to michael jai white's character because he's like could kill them all um although he's a total badass in this movie too is i mean you know his character's name uh michael jai white's character's name no i don't recall Archie. archie okay yeah He's a badass in almost everything. I don't think I've seen him not in a fight scene in any movie. Uh, for people who don't know who Michael Jai White is, he's fucking played Spawn back in the 90s. So, you know, uh, and Bronze Tiger for the Arrowverse. Yeah. So he's he's a he's a badass. He There's your CW reference that hasn't been done in a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. We don't do those anymore. I don't watch that shit yet. <laughs> I haven't watched it in over a year. I'm the only one left. <laughs> um, I, I will get back into that. Anyways, so Michael Jai White's character is a stock, not a stock boy. He's like, he works in the warehouse. Yeah. At, at least that's how it appears. He works in the warehouse. Uh, he has a fucking Bowie knife in, in the center of his chest. What fucking shit is he doing in the warehouse? Like... It's more badass than a box cutter. <laughs> Very true. Very true. 
I remember carrying around just like a normal knife like this when I worked in the warehouse and got yelled at because, you know, it wasn't the the specific box cutter um, shit. I was like, but this actually cuts the stuff for the first time. I don't have to worry about. <laughs> you know, no one's going to know what you're talking about because we don't do video anymore. Oh, yeah. I, sorry. I pulled out a, a normal knife. Uh, but yeah, I might put this video up because it's Christmas time. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, uh, I will be getting videos back out so everybody knows uh, all the backlogs and stuff that we haven't done, just so you guys are aware. Um, so let's move through here. Michael Jai White's character is basically the badass. He has this badass, like, uh, there's no reason his character should have a nail gun that shoots that thick no. of a fucking nail. Period. I don't even know why that was even in a toy store. <laughs> Unless he was building pallets, but even then, those nails were thick for even building pallets. So, I <sighs> he just conveniently had the things he needed, and it worked <laughs> so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but also, he, he seemed to come from out of nowhere as well. As soon as shit started really going down, like uh, one of their uh, the. The new guy gets who gets uh, attacked. He turns on them uh, and he just call, like I don't. Out I think shadows. he was there the whole time, but he just comes out of nowhere and just like, no, goes he, after. He him. wasn't there the whole time because he was out in the um on the floor, and I think he had seen something. And then we cut to back to the back, and then like the thing is about to attack him, and he just walks up behind him and right in the back of the head. <laughs> Yeah, and not before he gets the uh, the manager. Yeah, uh, that lady. What's her name? Anita. Mm. Yeah, she was a tool as well. Like I said, man, none of these people were good people. No, I, and well, maybe the and they're the girl, all people you will find in a work environment. I, I think the girl might have been the 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 Mar- Marnie. Was that her name? I think. The, the younger girl, I think she was probably the oh, yeah. only one that didn't seem bad besides how she was treating um, Ken. Yeah. So, but at, even at that point, I'm like, you, you understand why she said those things to him because it does make sense. It's like, you ain't taking me out. You're just, you know, we're fucking around in the work. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, uh, uh, shit, where is it? You oh, want to talk so about the Michael creature? Jai White. Oh, well, okay. Michael Jai White's character. This is when we're about to see the first creature creature. Um, cause the rest of the time, these are like alien zombified things that spit mm-hmm. these thick whites. They probably glow in the dark vines out of their uh mouth and inject you with something even if it's like for half a second because the one guy was only on him for like maybe half a second or so yeah it get it got him yeah so <laughs> it, it's got to be like some viral thing uh that that gets you instantly um covid 2.0 so <laughs> and uh uh michael jai white um helps out the the Ryan or uh Chris um tells him to go as he has the vine wrapped around his arm. Uh, 
why not just cut it off? Which he does. He ends up cutting it off. And then he gets attacked by all these other zombie guys and kills them all with the fucking big ass Bowie knife he has strapped to his chest somehow. Um, But then eventually, uh, for some reason, Chris is watching. But uh, Michael Jai White's character, uh, what was his name again? Um, Archie. Archie. Uh, He gets beaten by this big, bigger, more mutated um, zombified alien thing. Well, before that, because his character, like I said, he's just conveniently, he knows how to survive. Yeah. Because they're, uh, they make it to the manager's office and they call another store. They're like, don't let them in. They're building something. Oh God. And a bunch of crashes and screams. Yeah. And then they try to go for the exit and he's like, follow me. And as he's going, the other people kind of deviate away from him and get in the trouble. And he comes back. He's like, I told you to follow me. Yeah. Cause he's like, he knows exactly what to do for some reason. And it's, it, there's always it, that it's one, <laughs> there's always that one guy. Yeah. Makes you wonder what the hell has he done in his life? I, well, I mean, we don't really get a whole lot of him, unfortunately, to give any backstory of like, oh, was he military or anything like that? Or, yeah, you know, maybe he was spawned. <laughs> so, uh. yeah, after his death, though, um, because he gets killed and, and at first they just suck him up. And I was like, OK, well, maybe he's going up there and he kills the thing on his way up with the knife or some shit. And we just don't see it off on screen. And then later he'll show back up out of nowhere for some reason. Mm-hmm. Nope. They drop his entrails like all over the fucking ground. <laughs> like Guts everything. And I was like, damn, that sucks. But it also is counterintuitive to them because that would have been a good host for a zombie uh, or a zombie alien because of how big he is and shit like that. So yeah. um, maybe he just was like, yeah, I'm not putting that makeup on. <laughs> so Could be. Uh, yeah. That's, 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 these infected people. As you said, they start off looking like just normal zombies and then they kind of change over time. And. Oh, God, the towards the uh, towards the the end of the movie, that was angry grand, her final change. Mm. They start Uh, to look like birds almost like they get these beaks and shit. Yeah. So I'm not sure what they were supposed to be. Is that like a the bird flu joke? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but the teeth like come popping out of the skull. The <clears throat> they get like giant muscular. Yeah. Uh, they and, and it, it, it's kind of it reminds me of shit from like Resident Evil, how they're continuously adapting, yes, and evolving and stuff. Um, I wish that liquor scene. <laughs> I wish in in this film that we got some kind of backstory on the aliens. But with all these the movies too, like I mean, I've seen so many of these B movies that I'm used to not having backstories. So you just kind of um uh infer, you, you, you know, you you figure it out your own self. It's just a fucking alien. Just deal with it, <laughs> like. And as they're escaping, you finally get 
some idea of what's going on and what the customers, as they keep calling them, are building in the center of the store. And it's like they're giving their body mass to this thing that's continuing to grow. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like the blob at first as it's growing yeah. and growing. It's a uh, bright trans, uh, a little translucent pink. Um, yeah. And y- kind of looks like a holiday wrapping paper. Yeah. Yeah. Or a giant brain. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So the, they eventually get onto the uh, the roof after they're down to just Bruce Campbell, uh, the asshole manager, the germaphobe, and the girl. Because uh, Ken had been bitten at that point and was left behind. Mm-hmm. And they're up there and Bruce is like, I have to sacrifice myself. And I'm like, why? No, don't do that. They're like, okay, I won't. Then... <laughs> Like, well, that's not long that's, after he's like, okay, Ken, I'm going to do it now. That's before What's Ken it? gets bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm going to go down with the ship. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, man? Why? What do you need? No, don't do that. Um, yeah. And then Ken gets the, the bit bite taken out of him. They split up. Ken stays. They go. Then they find the door to uh, one of the trucks, the semi trucks that's hooked up to the dock still. Um, yeah. And then they go in there and their idea is to climb through the little hatch in the back of the trailer uh, in the top of the trailer. For people who don't know these things, um, sometimes they have vent uh, hoods and shit like that. Um, and then to climb out of there and then into the truck and then to drive away. So uh, Chris is the one, the germaphobe, who is... Uh, picked to go through there of course because i don't think the other two guys would have been able to fit through anyways i don't think bruce campbell's character would fit in the uh brian definitely would not have fit through that hole um (laughs) and so chris goes out but for some reason when he gets out he starts going and walking around instead of just getting right in the fucking truck in the first place yeah i'm like what are you doing (laughs) It made no sense, but of course, to move the story to to bring all the zombie aliens over towards the truck. Yeah. Um, oh, and we skimmed over the part where uh, they had locked the store up, and they were like, "Okay, what do we do now?" And somebody's like, "Oh, the cops are coming." Oh uh, yeah. And it's infected cops that just bust through the door, run over the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> and, that poor uh, old the, lady. Every they get back into the store, so. They're like, uh, somebody wants to go to the police station and they're like, we can't do that. You saw them already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The police are here. They're dead. They're already turned. They got them or some shit like that. Um, apparently, yeah. though, this is happening like everywhere because in this time frame, um, Ken finds his cell phone and uh, sees the text messages from his ex-wife um, saying that his they're daughters safe. are cool they're safe everyone's safe they're going to this like safe haven place or some shit i'm like mm-hmm. that escalated fast because n- the stores are still dealing with it and these are creatures that supposedly just came in well we know uh, at this point there's at least three locations 
we had the big people at the beginning, the yeah. other uh, we love toys location. Yeah. And then them. So do these alien things only go to big box stores? Then? Is My that theory the only way for them to grow? Populated locations. Right. And, because you know, the, the, Black Friday, grow, a lot of people gathered. Yeah. So to grow with these things um, is uh, the, the infected go up to it and kind of like get sucked into it, like morph yeah, into merge it, which with it. make it grow bigger and bigger. I'll read the Repulsa style. Make my monster grow. Um, and but yeah, Ken finds out his family's cool. And this this kind of lets us know, OK, it's not just this store and the other store or whatever. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's a um, bit bigger. So it was uh, for for a, a lower budget movie. I thought that was a really cool little detail that they tossed in there just to like open up the world a little bit more so we understand that it's not just the store um clearly clearly we know because the cops are not answering their phones for some reason the cops have a voicemail <laughs> they they remark that the, the police have a voicemail uh, and, and, there's uh, such good satire in there's this. a lot of there's a lot of good uh little moments in here too that make fun of like lots of different things like you have like uh uh, the working there's man. There's a part a little bit later that we haven't got to that I want to bring up. Okay. Uh, well, you have like the working man jokes. I make fun of that. Mm -hmm. Like you're just doing it because of this or you're slave to the, these people here. Um, they say something about the, they got the cops. The cops are all bad now. And yeah, the girl's they're monsters. Like, yeah, they're monsters. And the girl's like, now? now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. I think I believe we were talking a tiny bit yes or last night, and you mentioned that this reminded you of South Park, where they just yeah. make fun of everyone the, evenly. And I agree, they touch it's, on everybody and everything evenly, which is awesome because you don't really yeah. see that a whole lot in a lot of movies nowadays. It's like one or the other. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, another show I've watched that has done that really well is the tackling both sides was the politician show on Netflix. Um, oh, uh, West Wing or whatever? No, the politician. It's called the politician. Oh. <laughs> it's it, it, it touches on a bunch of different um, aspects of the political realm. Like the first season's them in high school. The second season, he's running for uh, governor, I think, of New York or some shit like that. It was a pretty cool one. It was uh, done by Ryan Murphy, uh, the guy, one of the guys behind um, 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 American Horror Story and the Scream Queens and shit like that. So, yeah, it was nice to see them do <clears throat> in this film, Black Friday, uh, to see them do everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially when they do their little round table of like, oh, I've been here for 10 years. I've been here for one year i've been here for three years they make fun of 20 the, years they make fun of the first guy because it's like i've loved toys for one month and and they like throw his name tag over on in the pile and they're like that must be the the shortest someone's ever worked here and they just start laughing about it like it's very like 
dark humor in that yeah. moment because it's like fucking hell, dude. He's dead. <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, so uh, uh do you want to jump to the ending ending? Are we missing any parts uh, in here? Well, they fail to get out with the truck because that Oh yeah, Chris can Chris has freaking... no idea how to drive it and they all make fun of him. Yeah. Uh, and so they're escaping. They jump into a trash pile. No, no, uh, no. They, they they escape to get to the roof, and then that's when yeah. there's the fire going because Ken started the fire with one of these malfunctioning robotic bears. When I first saw the thing on screen, I was like, "Is yes. Ted in this movie?" I thought Ted was in the fucking film for a second. Yeah, they're they're uh uh, fuck. What's the word? The malfunctioning toys and defective toys they say random shit that's kind of like uh, audience uh commentary like stuff, yeah. some things you were thinking these things just come out of the bear yeah <laughs> it's weird it was really weird um they and uh, because i guess the bears are like self-aware defective. that's shit. the word i was looking for yeah defective and uh he ends up killing the first or the, the the newbie employee wasn't dead so he finally ends up killing that guy or yeah. somehow um oh no he doesn't even kill him oh yeah he kills that one starts the fire and then the uh old angry granny Grand. character <laughs> now is a monster and is dragging him to the blob um yeah why she didn't change him first is beyond me but uh, uh maybe it was just time for her to join the mess of maybe or maybe after they evolve so much they can't uh infect anymore that could be that's a what i was thinking thing. too because it seemed like it was more of a killer than an yeah uh, there was a point where these creatures like after a certain point in in the time they were just like not um infecting anymore they were just killing they were and gathering ripping people material apart. yeah and growing their other monster and stuff, uh, which these they're all these creatures are committing suicide as they join this uh, other creature, mm-hmm. unless they're supposed to be extensions of the original alien. Uh, maybe a hive mind. Yeah. Spiders, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people don't know who that is. Go look it up. Spiders, man. You'll love that story. So the three of them are on the roof. They jump into the trash pile, which the germaphobes like, I don't know. <laughs> and as they're escaping, finally. Uh, they hear a gigantic boom as something is crashing through the ceiling of the store. And we finally reveal what this thing has been building into. Yeah. And it's giant. uh like a giant kaiju alien monster thing. Um, it looks really cool. It has two faces though. One is like a human face and the other is your alien face that we've been seeing, which is kind of like a bird face with a beak and everything. Um, so we see this stuff outside and this is after Brian has revealed that he's the one that bit Ken because yeah. he 
we get this great trope that makes no sense, but I'm so glad they made fun of it because he's <laughs> such a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, he's like, maybe I can reason with him. Yeah. It, and they both look at him like, why? <laughs> no. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um. Uh, and he goes up and he tries talking to to them to it. Yeah, it's like I understand the customer is always and then flick <laughs> the fucking creature just not even a flick. Him. It's just smack. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes flying across wherever. You know, I was like, damn. <laughs> but you don't feel bad at all for that character. It's like no. the one character that dies that I was like, I don't feel bad. Because the other ones that died, um, well, besides the one, the one chick, she kind of deserved it. She was being a bitch. Uh, yeah, the old lady felt bad for. You, you felt bad for the old lady, but it was funny because she just gets yeah. hit by the car and whoop. And but you don't ever see her again. She doesn't show up as no. an alien or anything. So maybe uh, they can't change dead bodies. Bruce Campbell just jumps into the hole of all the creatures which i don't understand why because it doesn't serve a purpose besides no, it suicide. Doesn't. i mean and it wasn't even like an epic like i'm you know here no it was just like okay i'm gonna do this you know uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right go uh, on so that they believe at this point, Ken rejoins them and is, you know, reveals that he's alive. Yeah. He said, did you see him flick that <laughs> Brian? Did you see what happened to Brian? <laughs> and they're like, we can't get out of here. It'll. Uh, Follow us, you know, pick us off one by one because it's yeah. picking up pieces of the building, like chucking it at him. Yeah. And he's like, I uh, Chris goes, I got an idea. I'll distract it. He goes and like. Gets in the slowest fucking vehicle he can find, and Ken's just no, what well, no? <laughs> well, yeah, he gets into the forklift. Forklift, yeah. Which <laughs> I thought that was part of their plan. Like the way it seemed, like uh, uh, Ken was acting was like he was like, oh no, 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 to like n- make the creature look towards that way. I, that's what I thought, anyways. See, my I, thought was. What are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> oh, I knew exactly what they were doing. I was like, oh, they're going to use it as a catapult. That's awesome because it has the spikes and everything. So it was pretty smart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if only they had like 500 more of those. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> so the creature attaches to the uh, forklift. Yeah. He's, like, more of those viney it. things. Yeah. He's like holding it back as best as he can. And then he's finally just like, all right, screw it. And then hits it and releases it and jumps out. And then the alien thing, Kaiju, sucks it into itself. Oh, excuse me. And uh, um, um, it, it stabs it like in one of its eyes, one of its faces. Not both of it, but one of its faces. Because this thing is huge and the uh, car is not. So the forklift. So yeah, um, would you like to continue? Because this is where it just goes weird. Like the creature just gets weird, just from getting stabbed once. 
I'm not. I'm having a bit of trouble remembering what happens between now and when they get in the car. All right. So the the creature gets stabbed. It starts going crazy, um, and chucking some more pieces of the roof and stuff. And then for some reason, it just dies, <laughs> and the building collapses. Um, probably a mixture of the fire. Maybe. So it ends up dying. And they end up getting in the car that way. And they end the film in the car. Like you get kind of a hope that the girl and the guy are going to end up a couple. Um, Ken and um, the the one chick. So before during the movie, it was revealed. No, Ken. Ken is the older guy. I know. Yeah. They reveal it in the car because he says, how about we go and get uh, um, waffles or pancakes or some shit and maybe go on. He, he alludes to them finally having a real date outside of the store. I thought he was just offering to buy food because it seemed like she was no. pretty into Chris. I see. I thought they were trying to go that way, but I didn't get that by the end of it because I think they were just like. You know, they didn't want to kill the poor little kid, so they had to leave it with him and then the other two, and they were going to make them like an actual couple. Um, at least that's how I read into it, but I might just be hopeful for the old man. <laughs> um, Get that young girl. Right. Because <laughs> they did allude in the, before that they were just like, kissing and making out and i don't know if they were supposedly having sex in the store too or not they, but they make it sound like it but she's yeah. like that no we didn't do that right um and uh she says that oh, i haven't even seen your kids blah 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 whatever never even don't know anything about you outside of the store anyways um so as they're leaving in the car uh, they're like, all right, let's get out of here. Let's go to this safe haven that I was told about. Um, we'll get some pancakes and maybe we'll do something. He he literally asks her out on a date in the car um, as they're leaving. I thought he was offering it to both, but you know. <laughs> he was only looking at her. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. I forget this kid was even with us. What you talking about? <laughs> they, uh, so what do we off, see? You know, they beat the creature. It's- you know, happily end, you know, ending mm-hmm. everything's, you know, he's going to go get his kids. And as they're driving, you see another creature in the background and then another one off in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, like, oh, this is not over there as they're going down, because for some reason their store is like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they're driving down this road that like twines goes left and then curves and goes right and then it looks like they're on a mountain on a hill um so it goes down like that but you see three other monsters by the end of this before it goes to credits and then it cuts the credits from right there um so yeah uh a possible sequel I don't think there ever will be, but I would absolutely love more because I I actually had a lot of fun with this film yeah um, as we stated at the beginning of this podcast, this is not necessarily a Christmas movie. No, <laughs> this uh, is very deeply rooted in uh, with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It takes place on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving night slash Black Friday morning. Um, so th- and they even have like a little Thanksgiving meal 
in this film too and stuff. And that's where they do their whole reveal of like mm. stupid shit that they've done or are whatever about themselves. Um, so yeah, it's, I enjoyed this film. Um, I, I mean, I watch a lot of B movie stuff and I, I, I like this type of shit. It, it's one of those movies you don't really have to think a whole lot about because it's just is literally what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and, and then the, the nice satire of just making fun of everybody was awesome. Yes. Um, being and a able lot of to, current events and stuff. Right. And uh, just being able to see like, you know, everyone getting made fun of. <laughs> it's just fun. And to see some of the actors, like I haven't seen Devin Sawa in anything that I've watched anyways. I know he does stuff, but I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. So I, I was, it was nice to see him there. And Michael Jai White, I, wa- I love watching him just fight. But is it you called him uh, uh, the uh, Hawkeye from another universe? Yeah, he looks like he could be uh, Hawkeye from uh, the multiverse, and, and I would totally be behind that casting. If Marvel, hey, you want to do that, do that, please. Not that anyone from Marvel is listening to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at his movie list, and I think Final Destination might be the last thing I've seen with him. So it's been some time for me as well. Really? You, have you ever seen Idle Hands? Him, Jessica Alba, Seth Green. Well, yeah, um, but that came out before yeah. Final Destination. Like that's, by a I, year. That's a, such a good movie. I love that movie. Uh, it also has um the Bash brother from uh that plays Foggy Nelson in uh uh fucking the Daredevil show. Holy shit, he did a bunch of voices for Action Man. I forgot about that cartoon. I'm going on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah i i love uh, i had a lot of fun with this one uh awesome. obviously this is the one i didn't watch with the misses but oh boo well now you should tell her hey let's watch this again every year she's never gonna want to watch this. instead of going shopping on black friday let's watch this every friday <laughs> black friday <laughs> and they do make even a reference to that like the black friday they're like oh we're calling it green friday now <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> because corporate says it's like too uh, racist. racist or some shit. Yeah, I was like, that's funny because I'm pretty sure there are some stores that do that, aren't there? Probably. But, but I, I think don't so. Know. Uh, um. All right. So uh, do you want to move on to Jingle All the Way? Yeah, since Which, John still hasn't joined us. Yeah. Weird. Usually he uh, he would want to be here for this type of shit. So. Awesome. All right. So Jingle All the Way uh, from 1996 with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not the most. And Sinbad. And Sinbad and Phil Hartman. Oh, and the big show um, shows up in this film. So Paul White, he was not the big show yet. Was he the giant still in WCW at this time? Yeah. Yeah. Or that may have come later. I'm not sure. I know a lot of people when he was released by WWE and came back as Paul White, they're like, we haven't seen him in almost 20 years. Let's see. Big show was. 
I don't know why I'm going down this road. Okay, anyways, let's get <laughs> the giant. Yeah, he was the giant in '96. Okay, still. Okay, so let's move forward with this film, um, Jingle All the Way. If you haven't seen this, I'm so sorry. Uh, what is it, wrong with you? It, it is a film about a father who vows to get his son the Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, not a great father. Yeah. Uh, however. He waited last minute and every store is sold out of them. And uh, he ends up traveling all over the fucking place to find one. He has one hell of a day. Yes, this is, is this true. movie pretty much takes place over one entire day. Yeah, uh, it's all on Christmas Eve. Um, there's some bits before, but. Uh, yeah, there's like at the very beginning. It's a little bit before. Uh, like a day or so, the day before yeah. Christmas Eve, because he finds out at nighttime that he forgot to get the, the gift. So he goes out in the morning and tries to get it. So, yeah, um, another film that it just I, I miss toy stores and toys being like this everywhere, man. If people can't see uh, in my background, uh, if you've ever watched any of our videos, um, I just I have toys everywhere. So, yeah, that's uh, he does. And and speaking of toys, beware of evildoers. A Turbo wow. Man doll, and this is the original well, this is the catchphrase. This is the original Turbo Man doll. Good work, Booster. You can always count on me. Good work, right, Booster. Good work, Booster. Come on. Beware oh, of evildoers. It won't do it. Good work, Booster. You can always count <laughs> on me. Don't you love Good the work, randomizer? Booster. Good work, Booster. It's one more. It's turbo time. There we there go. We got go. to it. Holy crap. You're torturing us with that thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how it's randomized and not just in a set order. All right. Love that. Uh, My Babu Frick is in a set order, so I know how many times I have to push it to get the hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. You think they realized, you know, we like to know what it's going to say next. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd really hate to be talking about this film, uh, without John, but he's not here and, um, I'm not sure why. So let's dive into this, man. All right. Uh, this is a staple in our, well, at least for me, I know my wife mentioned that she hasn't seen it in a while and that's crazy to me because I love, this was before I got into like, you know, the classic classics, like it's a wonderful life and uh, miracle on 34th street. This was my number one Christmas film for very long time. Yeah. Uh, I just really, I, I always liked Arnold. Uh, Sinbad is hilarious as hell. And his character takes on a whole new context in today's world. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's just, it just gets better with age. I think <laughs> Yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> okay. Um, I watch this movie every year. So I I I just love it. Um it's it's so 90s. <laughs> uh I love Sinbad. I've watched all, almost all of Sinbad's old like 90s stuff. Um anyways, I love Arnie. So I watch anything these two are in, especially when they're in the same shit together. Um, yeah. So I, as far as the film itself goes, 
Dude, like, I have a Turbo Man doll. Come on. <laughs> like, huh. I didn't know Sinbad had a character in Steven Universe. Does he? Yeah, huh. Mr. Smiley. <laughs> okay. Um, For those who don't know who Sinbad is, just Google, or don't even Google, go to imdb.com and type in Sinbad. S-I-N-B-A-D, uh, because he's the best thing you'll ever find from the 90s. Um, and just watch all his stuff. First Kid is awesome, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> I, he's an actor, writer, producer, comedian. I don't know what more you need to know. He's very talented. Yeah. Um, and underrated. Very underrated. Um, so let's move forward. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? So we already basically described the whole premise of this film. Uh, Arnie runs out to the first store he can on Christmas Eve. And for some reason, they're doing a giant sale on Christmas Eve. Uh, I've never seen this. I don't even remember them doing this stuff in the 90s. Um, Although I didn't go out shopping in the 90s. I didn't really, you know. uh, And we didn't go to big stores. What, they live in Chicago, correct? Is that where this movie takes place? I think uh, some one of the big cities. I know that. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, I can't breathe. So um, he goes there. He finds out there are no what? Turbo Man dolls, but there are plenty uh, of boosters. Oh. IMDB, why is there a trivia saying you can buy official Turbo Man action figures on eBay? No shit. <laughs> that is also, not a trivia. You can also buy them on uh, 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 at the store right now. Walmart sells them, but they are refabs. They are not the originals, people. Why have all but 10 people found this fact interesting? Uh, because people don't. I don't know. Probably because when okay, so when the first Turbo Man dolls came out for the movie, the like the one I have here, um, nobody knew that they were out. <laughs> oh, I have one. Uh, well, I had one, I should say. I do not know where it went over the years. Yeah. Um. They yeah. also released a booster, didn't they? V- Look, I've been trying to find the booster. <laughs> I cannot find one. That one is rare. It's very like, rare. I think the only boosters that they had were the ones that were screen used, like that they put on the shelves and then they resold those off. Th- those are the only ones I've been able to find. So like nowadays they would just CG a bunch of them on the shelf. But back then they would just make these really cheap uh, out of like uh I, I don't even know what it would have been. It, it, it would have been like a carbon, carbon, uh, plastic, like the, the, whatever they use to do the car parts where they vacuums, uh, vacuum, um, printed ones. If that, that would make sense to anybody. Um, they were hollow basically. So, Oh, I didn't uh, know this was Chris Parnell's first movie appearance. That could, it's just funny. Hmm. We've been, that, Raising Hope. We've been watching some of those holiday ones, and he's uh, the store manager in that, bringing it back around in retail. Uh, <laughs> this is all retail. It's all Christmas. Tim you, you, Allen was almost Howard. 
There's Ooh, a lot of interesting really? trivia on this fucking movie. I'm gonna have to sit down and read this. Oh I my god, it's continuing. I don't think Tim Allen would have been. I, I don't think that movie. Look, I love Tim Allen too, but as Howard in this, I think that the the him being big and bulky work, especially once he gets put into that Turbo Man suit. Yeah, I I couldn't see Tim Allen in that Turbo Man suit. It wouldn't look right. Uh oh! Uh, apparently, the the Turbo Man idea, the movie they watch in the beginning, which is pretty much just the end. I've never realized that until this year for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I've only been on this earth for 31 years. So I'm intelligent. It's a it was a parody idea of uh Power Rangers. You couldn't tell that? No. Dude, all they're all in the different colors. <laughs> the bad guys. <laughs> I mean, it's a parody. It doesn't have to be that they're all good. Like, I, I would say it, it would be more so like Power Rangers meets. Um, oh, oh, well, the thing I didn't realize was the fact that that movie is basically the end, like exact. Yeah. How it's laid out. Yeah. 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 It, it's a nice little setup for the ending there. Um, I would love who owns this? Disney owns this, correct? Yep. It why was a 20th century film, they so they own it. Fucking do a Turbo Man show, like a legit. I'm sure they probably will. I was will. saying the same thing to my wife. I'm like, this is an idea that they could do, like a cartoon. Yeah. I mean, because they're doing that whole, like, this is. Uh, Lightyear? Lightyear in real, in reality. So, or what the toy's based on, I should say. So why not sense to me, but it does not make sense. Uh, Your suit wouldn't look like that, but okay. And (laughs) it's not the same world Andy lives in, but okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll still watch it, (laughs) but uh, I would love for them to do a turbo man series and maybe with the the new sales of the new Turbo Man doll that they re-released that Funko did, maybe they'll make Disney be like, "Hey, there's a, some marketing here. We could we could fucking make a killing on some toys." Because if you do a booster toy, I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> like, yeah, I need booster to go with my Turbo Man. Plus the way that they do toys nowadays and shit. Like, could you imagine a McFarlane? Um, who did the spawn toys and shit like that. He does some of the DC multiverse toys now that they're doing. Could you imagine McFarlane turbo man and booster set? Like that would be awesome. And the bad guy. <laughs> uh, Anyways, this, it's, it's, it's money sitting on the table Yeah, and it, I can Disney and, is never known for that. So. Right. And and it would be a good way too for them to have like their own Power Rangers show almost, which they had Power Rangers and only did like two shows out of six. So I don't know if that's the best idea. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So let me at Disney like later and be like, hey, make a Turbo Man show. It doesn't even have to be Christmas themed. That's the best part about it. 
uh, for those another Disney connection, those who didn't realize uh, Jamie, the kid is Jake Lloyd, Lloyd, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> My brain malfunctioned. Miss, Mr. Anakin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Young Anakin, the one that everyone hates and went to jail. <laughs> That's so, sad. Uh, it's because am, his dad didn't get him a Turbo Man doll when he was a kid. Damn it! Yeah. See what happens, uh, parents, when you don't get your kids what they want. They end up being turn out like a <laughs> mailman who pretends he has explosives in his. Bed. <laughs> they get lost in the desert, and then, and then they give birth to a. But the savior of the universe. But then they also go to jail. I'm having trouble figuring out where to start with this one because it's just such a been a big part of my life. I'm like, it's, it's hard to believe no one has seen this. Right. It, I um, I love this film. Everything. Oh, so they do a bunch of gags with Arnie and Sinbad where they're uh, buddy buddies at first and then they're like worst enemies fucking Sinbad does this gag with the post office shit it's like I got a bomb well, that's at the radio station he does it twice at the radio station well no no he does it he does it once and he's like oh no that's just oh no it's just at the radio station ain't yeah it? he does it twice at the radio station once yeah. to uh, run away with the uh, gift certificate, and the other ha- time was to get away from the cops. Yeah, and, and then the cops are like, "Oh, it's just a harmless little goof." Yeah. <laughs> and then you get it's this like, awesome scene of Sinbad just like shaking his head. They're like, "There's some sick that people, was a man. Bomb. Sick people. <laughs> it's a sick world. Like you were carrying that around all day. Are you not like concerned?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just awesome, man. Like the 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 just the comment, like. What does he go to jail for at the end? Does he go to jail for trying to torture this kid? Or does he go to jail for that fucking bomb? <laughs> Probably a mix of that. Uh, attacking or, the, or does the he real to, Dementor to steal his costume. Right, assault, bombs, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, uh, discarding of mail. Like, that's a federal crime right there. Yeah, he throws it out of his bag to run faster to the radio station. Like, uh, he does all these, like, criminal acts. It's like, okay, so what's he going to jail for? And then, and then, um, Jamie gives him the, like, this badass chrome gold turbo man. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this dude's going to jail the special edition yeah Where he's did, like my kids could be real happy when he opens this up tomorrow your kid ain't getting that tomorrow <laughs> man that's sad <laughs> to think about yeah. wouldn't it be awesome if they did like a sequel to this one not the the one that we got with larry the cable guy but a sequel to this one Which while these I'm, two are still alive yeah i uh i actually would love that now that Arnie is back in acting film hell. <laughs> Cause it'd be kind of cool to see like, um, I don't know what they would do though. I, I wouldn't want them to take away from this movie, the, the, this movie here, but I would like to see like the story continue between those characters. Maybe they became best friends afterwards. 
maybe they could do like uh what they've been doing for a lot of other like et and home alone they'll just do a a commercial <laughs> yeah sums up what they've been doing since speaking of did you see that uh um what was it was it sex in the city um they did the peloton scene where the main character the dude died and Peloton's, spoilers for anyone who watches that show yeah spoilers uh, I don't know the guy's name though, so it's not a big deal, I guess. But and it's I don't all over watch the, the fucking show, news. So. It's all over the news. So, um, but Peloton uh, stock dropped after that dropped. episode a lot. Well, Peloton came back with Ryan Reynolds Production Company, and they did a commercial for Peloton with that actor who who from the show, and the um. So in the show, they're on the Peloton and the actual like coach on the Peloton is an actual Peloton coach. So the commercial stars, the actor who died in the show and the actual coach from the Peloton. And then you get Ryan Reynolds voiceover. And at the end says, he's not dead. <laughs> it's like, cause it's, it's perfect. Cause like, you know, I think they went to Ryan Reynolds too for it because they knocked that shit out super fast. Cause I think yeah. his production company did like all the Deadpool stuff, all those little promos and shit they did for the first Deadpool movie. I wouldn't be shocked, but yeah, cause they, so they got him to, or they got that his production company to knock it out. And Ryan Reynolds did the voiceover at the end and stuff like that. It was really, really smart on Peloton's, uh, side. Um, but yeah, and, uh, it, it was really cool to see them just do that. So, uh, I'm going to keep talking as uh, uh, Tivis walks away <laughs> and uh, dive into Jingle All the Way again. Sorry, uh, getting a little off track today. Um, we are trying to be really busy. Uh, I apologize also, too, for everybody that had to wait a month. I think it's been about a month now since we did our Thanksgiving episode. Um, so... We're going to try and get back into a routine where we do at least two a month uh, moving forward again. Um, we've just been really busy and then the holidays and stuff like that. We've been busy. I've been busy. These two don't do anything. Um, <laughs> he is the producer, editor and, you know, main host. So we can't really do a whole lot without him. <laughs> so uh, once once some things die down, we'll probably get going again on these. Um, I'm not sure if we'll go uh for a month again uh for a while but we'll try and at least get two month out um moving forward uh starting next year which will start season three of our show of operation babble i i think we're gonna start season three so, so this is the last episode of season two of operation babble um our seasons go as long as i decide they go <laughs> so <laughs> because the first season went for a long time um it's like death battle yes uh so anyways dive back into this film and then we'll continue our other shit later at the end um so thoughts on this movie bro because like you really can't there's not a whole lot to talk about with this like to break it down where you don't feel like you're just being repetitive 
with it because I've we've seen it so many times and I feel so many other people have watched this film already so many times that if you have not, my thoughts are why not? You weren't depriving yourself. Oh, yeah. And and, and I'm sure John will be pissed off that we didn't dive into this one um, like we did the others. But the others are brand new films. You know, this was an off the cuff suggestion by him when he had time to think about it anyway. So, yeah. He didn't even remember what he picked <laughs> when he re-asked. <laughs> so I I don't know. I, I just love the I, the aesthetic and the appeal of this film. Um, oh, it's just looks so crazy. I don't know what it is about Christmas. I love Halloween sitcom specials. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Christmas, movies take it like by far with me. Yeah. Especially 90s movies. There's. Uh, it's probably just growing up in that era, but there's just something, I guess, familiar. <laughs> well, I mean, how how would they do a movie like this nowadays? There's no toys anywhere. They can't. As <laughs> my wife said, they would not be able to make this this year or no. if they were to try to make this today. Because uh, was it in the very first meeting of Sinbad? He goes berserk talking about how it was uh, the toy company conspiracy and starts choking a random lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's uh blame the government (laughs) (laughs) no there's no way that you're gonna be able to make something like this necessarily unless you make it a period piece honestly Mm -hmm. um but even then there's some comedy things in here it's like oh i'm surprised at the time that they did this that they got away with the whole male bomb thing because that was happening um nowadays if things are like happening like that they're not going to allow them to put that in a movie i mean look no. for fucking pete's sake the the uh the the batman movie theater shooting changed the entire sequence in uh one of the gangster movies that they had they even pulled the trailers for it because in the trailers and it was a period piece in the trailers they showed the gunman's behind the screen shooting through the screen to shoot the guys in the audience and they pulled all that stuff you can't i don't even know if you can find it i downloaded it before they ripped uh got rid of it and i was really hoping to see it play out in the movie like as like an extra cut or some shit but they just got rid of it 100 percent, which kind of sucks because i was curious of to what that storyline would have felt like because it didn't seem like they they did such an impactful scene um, with their reshoots or whatever they did. So uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that film, uh, but it was a, a Josh Brolin film. So if if that sparks anyone's nope, okay, buck off then, Tivis. <laughs> Do you know who Josh Brolin is? It sounds familiar. Thanos. Cable. Okay. Got that? Yeah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> oh, man. And what was that film called? I'm going to look it up here real quick. It was Gangster Squad is what it was. 2013's Gangster Squad. Still a good movie. Um. Yeah, I just... I love the movie. Yeah, it's Phil it's Hartman's like, character in this is a freaky neighbor. I swear to God, he would get oh. knocked out. How Howard doesn't like 
beat the shit out of this kit guy every second of the day. And, and, and I love that <laughs> I they quote. Go on. I quote this movie all the time. You put that cookie down. <laughs> My wife just looks at me. I'm like, it makes me sad that you don't get that reference. <laughs> oh, she's just taking the shower. Do you want me to go get her? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can go check if you want. <laughs> he's so sleazy and it's so perfect it's so bad it's 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 like what if ned flanders was a a dirt bag (laughs) yes (laughs) oh and the the reindeer just oh yeah man you cold cocks that thing i i love too like when howard arnold's character for people who don't know uh when howard is around um Phil, like, uh, or what? What is this character's name again? Ted. Um, Ted. And, and when he's around Ted and his wife and stuff, he doesn't come off as like the big, bulky, muscular guy that he actually is. They play him almost as a, a an everyday, a normal, normal man. But I'm like, dude, you're huge. What, if you're always working, when do you find time to work out? <laughs> And two, why is this dude trying to like fuck with you when you could just pummel him? And he actually makes a comment as like, oh, your muscles aren't gonna help you with this one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I enjoy this film. I'm gonna repeat myself again and again and again and saying that. I don't know, it, it might just be because I watched it a lot as a kid too. Um, but I watch it every year still with my kids. I pull out Turbo Man every... Well, he sits up on the top of this shelf up here for people watching the video if the video goes out. Um, he sits on the top of one of my shelves all the time and we just pull him down when we watch the movie and a kid uh, plays with him and holds him while we watch the movie and shit. So I I thoroughly find this movie... I don't want to say heartwarming. Can I say... Should I be, is heartwarming the right word? Uh, it's yeah. jolly it makes me feel jolly um nostalgic good. nostalgic good uh it i would Festive. love to say i would love to say it puts me in the christmas spirit but honestly it it doesn't <laughs> because the whole time it's like i gotta get this or my son's not gonna love me <laughs> type of thing luckily at the end the kid fixes that whole thing by giving the doll away and being like, I have, you know, the real Turbo yeah. Man at home, my dad. Uh, which also says something. That, does he actually think his dad is Turbo Man? <laughs> also, ta-ta, Turtle Man. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, do you want to add anything to this, man? Um, You know, just a little. Because, you know we were mentioning how the kid is becomes Anakin in like three years time, probably two years that cause it came out in 99 and they probably filmed it throughout 98. Mm. Uh, uh, we watch the MTV like competition reality show called the challenge. And there was a uh, person on there from that area and my mm-hmm. wife was a big fan of hers and still listens to her podcast called brain candy. She talks on there about how she actually used to babysit this kid when he was younger and about how 
once all the hate started coming in for playing Anakin, that that really fucked him up. Yeah. Well, I like, can imagine, so, man. Like Star Wars ruined this kid this guy's life. <laughs> so did, it's just a little fun factoid I had. Yeah. Uh well you I, if you want to hear it, it's on her podcast again, Brain Candy. Uh it's not a great podcast. <laughs> yeah. So go find it at your own risk. I don't listen to it for reasons. <laughs> All right, so you told me something that you finally experienced this year that you'd never experienced yes. with this movie. What was that? I never knew. The All the years I've watched this, I did not know there was an after credit scene in this film that set up a possible sequel. Uh, and that blew me away that, again, I've watched this, I don't know how many times this has been my number one Christmas movie for a number of years. Mm-hmm. At, and I never knew that this existed. <laughs> I, the only reason I can guess is that I, this is the only year I watched not a VHS copy of it. And usually with VHSs, once it hits the credits, mm-hmm. put that thing in rewind, put it back in the, the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, what was the scene exactly is uh he's finally because there's a part in the movie where ted the neighbor starts putting the tree the star on the tree which why isn't your tree together it's christmas eve uh and it looks like they're putting the tree up uh-huh. for some reason it's way too late for your damn tree uh <laughs> you just gotta put it up and take it back down again that's a lot of work for ted uh it looks like his wife uh you mean Howard? That's the name. Liz is putting it up their tree, yeah. And Ted is trying to put the star on because they have all the boxes spread out. Why do you have all the boxes spread out if you're not doing it right there and then? Mm-hmm. You put them back in storage, you know. Uh, <laughs> at least I do because they're in the way. But he puts it on finally, and she's like, so uh, seeing all the hard work you had to do to get him his uh, Christmas okay. wish, what'd you well, get me? Before... before- you confused me because you said Ted was putting the star on. That's Howard's putting the star on. Well, in the movie itself, because Liz comes out and is like, you can't oh, do that. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Howard's out in the yard. That's when he decides to break into Ted's house. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry, that's my fault. I didn't give enough context. I was confused. I was like, well, I mean, Ted's got destroyed, so... <laughs> No, I think his tree is fine. It was his uh, Joseph statue that got destroyed. Okay. No, I thought the reindeer destroyed it. It may have, yeah. Because then uh, Howard is outside with um, the Turbo Man wrapping paper and doll. Oh, he's still inside. He's putting the carpet out when they run in because they're like, why is this flaming head flying out of your window? That's what it was. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, so he, it reveals what you said. Um, what do you get me for Christmas? <laughs> you get and, this zoom in on his face like, oh, shit. Yeah. A nice 90s <laughs> the exact zoom. Same, same reaction we got uh, when she, earlier in the film, she's like, so you got the toy, right? I told you to do it two weeks ago because all the stores are sold out now. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
Um, it, yeah, it kind of takes away though from the rest of the movie though. In a way, from the point of the movie, I should say, like it's not about what you get. He's still a bad father and husband. Yeah, both. <laughs> um, I do like though the fact that this movie and Eight Bit both dealt with black market dealers. Yeah, yeah, that Santa workshop. <laughs> because they have the Santa workshop where uh, Vern Troyer's there, um, uh, uh, the Big Show, um, or Paul is there uh and it's jim belushi right yep yeah jim belushi's the main santa guy and then uh, the little dude, danny woodburn is the elf yeah yeah but Vern Troyer's that tiny little elf and yeah but he you never see his face so it's pretty funny it's the one that big show accidentally punches he's like, oh hey little buddy are you okay? It feels so bad. <laughs> People Little always buddy. forget Big Show did a lot of these movies because Big Show was in Waterboy as well. It's a wonder that his sitcom show on Netflix wasn't better. It wasn't WWE behind that, though? Maybe. I think they were. It's I, not good. I, I enjoyed, from what I've seen of it, I enjoyed it, but... I, I like a lot of crappy sitcoms too. So <laughs> anything that feels like a sitcom, I'm going to watch it. All right. So uh, do we want to move away from this film? Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, it's what just so hard is? to even know where to go. Cause it's just so ingrained in my, right. you know, my, the, I, I, it's, it's just blows me away that even consider someone hasn't watched this. Yeah. All right, so with that said, Tibbis, let's let's pitch out to Disney. We want a Turbo Man live action series on Disney Plus with the mentor and booster and a short. Oh, go on. And a short with Sinbad and Arnold's characters meeting again (laughs) after all these years, spending Christmas together reminiscing how about that about the time maybe they go meet at that diner that they destroyed the phone booth of (laughs) and then the police guy comes in (laughs) (laughs) that poor policeman guy's hand burnt his freaking bike trashed bombed ran into a bus which is his own damn fault Uh, i like how arnold apologizes for the bus when it's his fault for not looking where he's running yeah it makes it sound like Arnold pushed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the deleted scene. Um, yeah, so let's let's get a live action Turbo Man show. I'd be fine with a cartoon as well. Timis, don't put that into their heads. I want a live action right. Turbo Man show. Um, give it the budget that you give, uh, let's say, a Marvel show, maybe? Or make that movie that the kid was watching. Well, that would be a show. That was a show. Be a mo- the Turbo a Man. Movie. Turbo Man was an actual show in their universe. <laughs> I know, but they were watching the movie on TV, which is weird because it was also in theaters. Mm. Are you sure the movie was what they were watching, and that wasn't? 
I assumed. I don't know. I, I thought don't know that, how that I, I always assumed it was their TV show that they were watching. Also, let's get a Galaxy Quest TV show. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who owns that, but let's just do that. <laughs> I think Disney owns that too now. They might. I don't know anymore. All right. All right. So, um, with that said, Tivis, I don't know where they go. Oh with wait, this. no, isn't that that thing Amazon's been working on? Who? Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it got canned and then brought back and then canned again. Yeah, they've been trying to do stuff with this. Yeah, the Simon Pegg says it's still happening, but there's a, been no other news. Is he like? And this is it? as of uh, July this year. Is Simon Pegg a, write, a writer on there or some shit? I believe so. That would be kind of cool because he likes that shit. Because he wrote one of the Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. So yep, uh, Simon. Peg working on Galaxy Quest TV series for Amazon mm, uh, this year. That's awesome. So we'll see if it ever happens. Yeah. Do they bring any of the original cast members back? Well, they can't do one of them. Yeah. Rip. Um. It, it would be cool just to have Tim Allen. I mean, what's he doing? He's not doing nothing. All of his other things have been canceled. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know if he's still wants to act because that I still have to watch it but from the previews that final season of uh, Last Man Standing just seemed like a giant love letter to his career kind of like a send off oh yeah because he was like doing uh, he brought in Tim Allen or Tim Taylor um, yeah Tim Taylor appeared yeah that was cool I want to see that episode I still haven't watched that yet Um, I need to finish up that show I mean I have so I have many to shows to finish it. up <laughs> Um. Yeah. So let's uh. Let's tell everybody about our other show that we're doing. Finally, okay. Since we're ten episodes into it, um, me and Tivis have 10 been or eleven. Uh, by the time this drops, it's ten episodes. Um, okay. Because we're taking our little break, but uh, me and Tivis have been working on another uh project, another podcast, another show for everybody. And uh, Tivis, do you want to tell them a little bit about it? A little bit about it. Well, I think the best way to sum it up is just say the name, and that's the Monster Cast. The Monster Cast. It's uh, we've been watching the monsters and recording whenever we find time, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's been a blast. We've been going through the original show. Mm-hmm. We do the first one is the uh, just how we you know our thoughts on the show and why we we like it so much and then after that we do two episodes a uh, a show and uh it's been a lot of fun yeah oh man the monsters is a blast yeah it's been pre it's been a lot of fun we, uh like i said we've been we're 10 episodes in now and uh taking a little break until um the beginning of the year um holidays are a bit tricky to try and <laughs> schedule anything yeah so um, it's it's been a really fun one to go through, especially with Tivis, uh, us having a relationship, not just um, in, in communication, but from this podcast too. 
Uh, it is a completely different style of show. So if you are looking for like how we do a lot more tangents on this show and shit like that, it's not necessarily like that. We try to reel it in to stay on topic, stay on topic to the monsters um, and or whatever works within that universe i guess uh we, we try and stay on there it doesn't mean that doesn't happen sometimes <laughs> but it, it uh we try to stay on topic as much as possible and um knock that stuff out and we've been having a blast and um if you want to find it um you can find it it's the monster cast c-a-s-t um, Mike didn't think the name through. Didn't think it through, so you gotta you gotta bear with me when you Google it because you'll find just the monster cast from Rob Zombie's show uh, or movie or and the TV show, the TV show and stuff. Or yeah, the sequel show yep. or the movies. Yep. Um, so uh, you can find this on all the socials though at the Monster Cast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram and uh, we're on YouTube as well at the Monster Cast. That's the only place. Um, even in the description, sometimes it says it's on my YouTube channel, but the only place it actually is on is the MonsterCast YouTube channel um, for YouTube anyways, uh, for the videos. And then but you can find most of the information from Facebook and Twitter um, and Instagram, too, as well. And uh, if you guys ever want to reach out, just reach out to us at the MonsterCast at Outlook.com. And um, we be we still share this stuff in our yeah. OB Facebook group. Yeah, we share it in the group as well. And um, we would just like to extend an invite to any listeners out there that like me and Tivis. Um, uh, sorry, John's not a part of that show. But uh, if you guys like us and you want to hear us talk about a show that we enjoy watching, um, definitely tune into that. And uh, I guess that's all I really can say about it because... You know, we we market the crap out of that on that show. So, <laughs> yeah, um, if you guys do want to also contact this show, Operation Babble, you can do so at uh, Operation Babble at Outlook dot com. And we are also on the socials at uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, I think there's an Instagram set up for this show, but I don't use it right now. Uh, there's just not a whole lot to to post on there. Uh, but you can yeah. find us on Instagram and Facebook and you can also join the Operation Babble Facebook group and all the links are in our descriptions to the video and or audio that you're listening to. And if he does put the video up, it'll be on his YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, these videos for Operation Babble do go on the Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S uh, YouTube channel. And um you know, I, I'm I'm working on possibly setting up the Operation Babel channel as well to get all the video content over there, but that's a lot of hours <laughs> and computer power to do that. So um I, I will I will be doing that slowly and moving everything over that way. And anything else that we got for this show or anything I don't else think you want to share? Said, uh the monster cast we like you said we're taking a break we'll be back january 10th and yeah. that drops on mondays yeah what do, what do you call it monster monday monster monday um so yeah we're dropping that on mondays and operation still drops on fridays so uh when we get a chance to record anything <laughs> yeah uh but oper- or the monster cast has been pretty solid at every week 
as we've been going by. So um, I think we missed a couple because or at least one week because of uh, Thanksgiving and yeah. other shit. Yeah. Um, we get those out more frequently because those we just record in our downtime whenever we yeah, get we a do chance. Them in bulk. <laughs> and then uh, this show, we usually only do uh, on a specific day because it's the day that all three of us are off. Like I said, John was supposed to be here, but <laughs> I don't know where he's at. So uh, hopefully everything's cool. stayed up all night again. Right. Yeah, because he still hasn't texted me back and it's been a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, he's probably sleeping. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, with that said, Tivis, you got uh, any final words for this show? I just can't wait for 2022. <laughs> hopefully it's better. Please All right, be Tivis, what did you think of today's episode? I liked it. Awesome. And I enjoyed talking these three movies with you guys. If you need to go check, if you haven't already done so, I should say, go check out all three of these movies. You can find 8-Bit on HBO Max. Sorry, 8-Bit Christmas on HBO Max. Um, you can find Black Friday on any VOD service, um, Amazon, shit like that. And then you can find uh, Jingle All the Way pretty much anywhere it yeah, seems disney plus hulu amazon yeah so uh there's always tons of different ways to check all these movies out and i'm sure a lot of our viewers know other ways to check these movies out so uh more power to you all right so my quote for the day will be from jingle all the way and it's a quote from mir myron that's how you pronounce his name right myron larabee sinbad's character yes myron also merry christmas everybody uh they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out and i know what i'm talking about because i went to junior college for a semester and i studied psychology so i'm right in there i know what's going on and then they sit there and then they make your children feel like garbage and you the father who's working 24 7 delivering mail so you can make an alimony payment to a woman who's that slept with everybody at the post office but me and then when you get the toy it breaks and you can't fix it because it's little cheap plastic (laughs) Uh, go watch Hawkeye Hawkeye. Merry Christmas, everybody. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch every episode of Operation Babble on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babble. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babble group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.